dear baby boys, it's time for a podcast. I know you're excited, I know you're waiting for a podcast to happen, and it might, it might just happen any moment, there might be a podcast Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of Nothing Really Matters. This is a podcast featuring myself, Philip Sansone, and uh, where I talk about movies, randomness, and, uh, and uh, what my experiences and thoughts on being an actor starting out. Right now I feel less of like an actor and more of like a writer because uh, I'm actually working on a project, uh, one that I don't really want to talk about yet until more more, more happens. But um, yeah, it's a spooky one, it's spooky, because I like spooky stuff, and uh, it should be, should be fun. I'm going to try to make it the best possible work I can make it. That's a dog running around in the background. And uh, I just want to say one thing before I get started here. I, uh, I've been working uh, with my acting coaches on this project and the writing of the script. And um, this has nothing to do with the project itself or what, my, or what I talk about with my coaches about the project, but more about something that I find wonderful and entertaining that my coaches do. Now, they live... Um, on a, they 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 um they have horses, there and and um, and you know and dogs and and a decent I can only imagine like I don't actually know, <laughs> but uh I mean if you have horses if one has horse if one uh, if one owns a horse, if one owns a horse one owns a decent plot of land, um so my teachers are lords. They're lords of a certain plot of land. And, um, you know, if one owns a horse, you must own a decent amount of land. Now, my point being is that, like, sometimes I'll, I'll text them, and um, they're, they're normally very quick to respond to things. But, like, if, if, uh, if, if they don't respond for, like, more than five hours, they'll give you a reason why they didn't, uh, which I think is, is very funny. Um, just because the re- just because of the reasons, just because it's like it'll be like, oh, sorry, our horses are throwing up. We had to give them pills, <laughs> or like we were hauling firewood to the house. Sorry about that. We uh we uh got we were very busy hauling firewood, and your <laughs> my response is always just like, okay. <laughs> no, it's really great. Um, it's uh, can you not? She's having a, a fit. She's running around with her toy. I think it's dead. Okay. Anyways, uh, no, I, it's no. Uh, I'm not making fun of. I mean, I kind of am. <laughs> I'm not making fun of them. I just, I just think it's funny. It's a, it's a treat, and it's a, it's a gift that, uh, that, that this is something. It, you gotta appreciate the little things, you know, the little things that are just kind of like, are funny, just because of. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny to get a text from 
from a uh, a teacher or someone like of that of that uh, so someone like that to have them be like be talking about making a movie and then they text you and they're just like yeah sorry we were we were uh we we were uh, loading hay bales into the truck all day we got really sidetracked and you're like <laughs> cool <laughs> uh anyways um i got a couple things that i want to talk about today a couple things a couple things the first being uh something about acting um i was having a conversation with two people in my class um somebody there was a uh, one of the students was doing a scene or a monologue actually it was monologue week yeah we've talked about monologue. um she was doing a monologue where her character is like um gets really sad about something and cries and uh she was trying to cry in for the scene and i want to point out before i go further with this discussion that it's okay not to cry This is the only time you can say that. You, you can only say that to actors and be like, hey, 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 hey. It's okay not to cry. You don't have to cry. Don't cry, actually. Don't always cry. You know? Let the emotions make you cry. Let the memories make you cry. But that's what I want to talk about. I, I just want to say that first, that, like, if you have a scene where you think you're supposed to cry, um... Try doing the scene without crying, and um, see how that goes. But but still try to get the same type of emotions, not like sniffling and and like looking like you're crying. I mean like like just like feel the emotions as intensely as you can, and don't cry. And and uh, you'll be surprised uh, at how good the performance still is, even though you think it's missing the crying part. Now. That all being said, I want to do talk. I do want to talk about my um, technique that I use to get myself to cry, and um, it has to do with the memories of the character. Um, but I I've just figured out this way to do it that I think works really well for me, and uh, I'm sure it could work for other people. But um, so the way. I think I've explained this before, but basically the way my coaches uh, teach acting is um, not nothing like the method, or uh, it's very it's a it's a branch, it's like a version of uh, uh, the Meisner um, teachings. Uh, good God. Um, but uh, it's all about uh, creating the memories of the character um, that pertain to the, the scene that you're doing. And um, like uh, say you're playing a character that's been bullied, you know, you, you, you write out or think of a moment when that character was bullied and put yourself in their shoes. So it's basically just like empathy training. You're just teaching yourself to be a more empathetic person. 
Um, that being said, they also teach how to they teach you to get out of character as quick as as and take that as seriously as getting into character. So like whenever somebody does like a scene where they play like a fucking really scary psycho villain, um, like somebody did a Joker monologue from um, I think the Killing Joke is where they got it from, but um, it uh, it was really fucking cool. They, they um, it was really well done. The guy did a good job, and uh, the teachers were like very much. Like he was very convincing and very scary, and it makes everybody really uncomfortable whenever someone does a scene like that. And the teachers were very much like, um, now, now go sit down and get out of character. Take your clothes off. <laughs> like the costume. Not <laughs> get naked in front of us and sit down and get out of character, damn it. Get out of, get, go on, get out of character. Um, but um, yeah, they, they told him to go take a moment get out of character and, and get out of character and be as and, and as as much as as getting into character and uh, and that is um very as important as getting into character because um you know um the method method acting is um doesn't focus on that enough um and uh it, the method has i think proven that you can get um too into character and the character can can stay with you if you don't get out of character um because the method is all about staying in character 24 7 and so a lot of times what happens is um they do that and then when the when they when they've wrapped the movie or whatever they're still dealing with the trauma or issues that that character might have had that they were playing so um it's a very dangerous um Technique, method acting. Um, there, I, uh, I want to get back to my point. Um, what was I saying? That, that it's uh, so the way they teach acting is um, you um, you create the memory. So if you're a character that's been bullied, uh, you write down a memory of the character being bullied. Imagine like what the bully looked like, how they bullied you. Gave you a swirly, put their finger in your butt. You walk yourself through the thoughts that that character had while the bully was sticking his finger in your butt. <laughs> and and then now, uh, then when you perform, then when you perform and say the characters in therapy. <laughs> Say he's talking to his therapist, and he's like, and then when you're talking about, you'd be like, yeah, and he, and say the bully's name was Daniel. Every time you say Daniel, you remember that finger in your butt, and then you kind of get like, Ugh, you know, like triggered. Um, so, so that's what that is. Um, so, so basically, the way I cry when I'm doing a scene is uh, because what what this girl was having a, the way I cry is I created trigger memory. One that's really fucking sad, that makes you like, oh fuck, like um I don't know. N I, and I when I say trigger memory, I don't mean like memories from my own past. You know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hearken myself back to um when my first dog died just to cry. I'm not gonna do that because one, um yes it would work, it would definitely work. But but first of all, um that would be really unhealthy and um, irresponsible for me to do that just for my own mental health to just keep bringing up those kinds of memories um, that are very real for me. Um, 
Uh, and also, I think uh, the second reason you shouldn't do that kind of shit is uh, because you're doing a disservice to those people that died. Um, I don't, I don't, and I am very uh, disapproving of the people that do use those kinds of memories to get to those kinds of emotional states in their acting because um, it's a disservice to those people that have died or have been hurt um, because you're just using them and their suffering that is very real to, to play make-believe. And I find that deeply disturbing and disgusting that people do that. And I don't mean to get really serious on this podcast here, but I think acting is a is a very um, is a very respectable and legitimate art form that looks kind of silly on the outside. And I think a lot of people that go into acting don't take it seriously and do think of it as a silly thing and do and make choices that are inappropriate and um and hurtful to other people and i uh and 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 mm, i'm not going to make any i'm not going to talk about anything in particular that i'm thinking of right now but a, there's a lot that i'm sure anybody listening to this that has any um knowledge of what acting in general and just what Hollywood is about um, can think of something in that they've seen before that is uh, that is representative of what I'm talking about and uh, I think I think um, I, I'm sure you know you find it in any um, in any field that you work in but um I just uh, I take memories of people. Um, particularly people who have died very seriously, um, and I and I and I I I think memories are something that are very serious and are not a joke, because when somebody dies, you know, you're uh, the only the the only the only reason the, when somebody dies the only they they can they're still alive to the people that remember them. And um, the only way somebody's ever truly dead is when the people that remember you die too. Uh, and so I think that that is a very real thing. I think memories are very real. A lot of people would argue that they're not real, that they're just, you know, our neurotransmitters uh, pumping through, n pumping neurons through them and in, in, in certain parts of our brain that remember things. And that's all true, but I think... Um, you know, you lose the aspect of what it means to be a human being if you go down that path. Now, what I'm I'm gonna get back to my point here is I just I just I just need to say that like I I don't respect anybody who uses memories from their own relatives dying to cry or anything like that because I think that's disgusting. Um, and I just I I want to make that point clear as day because uh. Uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about acting, I'm very passionate about, um, the art form, and uh, I, I don't like, uh, um, I don't like, I don't know, I'm gonna, I, I just don't like that. I, I'm gonna go back to what I was talking about. Uh, the point is, is that, um, create a memory that isn't from your life. Create a memory that is just as sad as something that might have happened to you, but isn't something that happened to you. 
because that's a made-up memory. Memories can be made up. That's the really fascinating thing about it that I find super interesting is that memories you can just make them up. That's why uh, that's why eyewitnesses in uh, uh, cr crime cases uh, are the worst kind of evidence because people's memories change. There's a like you know you'll have people that saw a car driving away at a certain point, and you can have five different people see that car drive away, and you can ask them all what kind of car it was. Someone might say a minivan. The other person might say it was a pickup truck. Some person might say it was a sports car. That's happened. That kind of shit happens. That's very real. That's a real thing. Like, our memories are not reliable. Like, right now, every memory you have is, like, probably super warped compared to what it actually was. It's super interesting stuff. But, um... Uh, yeah, so create a memory, that a trigger memory. Uh, basically, what this girl was... Um, the issue she was having was, a. Uh, She's like, she was doing her monologue, and she's like, when I practiced this at home, like, I was crying. Um, but, but, but she couldn't, she kind of got there. Like, she got some tears. You could see her eyes welled up. But she wasn't really crying. Um, and she was aware of that, and she was kind of, like, frustrated. And, cause I, and I know exactly what she's talking about, because I, I had the same issue. I, I mean, I still do, because um, I'm still working on that. Um, and, like, again, you don't need to cry. You know, because you can be just as emotional without tears. But uh, what, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, so what I discovered, I was on a set where I played a character that committed suicide because I, I, have, I have yet to be in a film where I don't die. <laughs> or play. <laughs> but um, half of them have been suicides too, which is the funniest part. Maybe I'll make that my, my brand, is I'll just constantly be a character that commits suicide or kills themselves <laughs> somehow or another. But uh, no, so what, uh, what I discovered was, like, I was, I was having the same problem where I, I couldn't get there. And so um, what I did in the moment, I didn't write this down. I just made it up in my head during the shoot. Um... And now, if I was doing it now, I would have probably written it out beforehand. But this was just me having a, like a little epiphany, or I like I couldn't get get my you know I couldn't get those tear ducts to start flowing. I couldn't get it out. I couldn't start crying. And and I'm thinking like this character is like trying to gonna kill himself. It's like you don't when you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> this is good. I'm I apologize for how dark this is, but I'm trying to help somebody understand and i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to make light of of suicide i'm i'm this is purely talking about for the sake of acting i i don't want to make light of suicide i'm just trying to tell you what the way i was thinking of it in my head to try to get there because i was very i was taking it seriously i was taking this character seriously and and really trying to put myself in the shoes of this character who wants to kill himself and I'm thinking, you know, when you're, and I realized when you try to kill yourself, um, God forbid you do ever try, don't ever try. Um, but I realized if you do try to do that, you're not really necessarily thinking to yourself in your head, all right, I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to kill myself. You're going to be thinking of all the, the things that make you want to kill yourself. The last thing you're going to think about is, death you're going to be thinking about everything that led you there 
And so for me, in that moment, I realized this character needs to be thinking of something that that is going to push him over the edge to kill himself. And that was a memory I just created right then and there. Just made it up. I just made it up. Which is what acting is. <laughs> Making up memories that aren't real. So that you can use them for the character. And God forbid you develop a psychological disorder from this. <laughs> um, as I'm sure many have. Um, but, um, yeah, so what I did was I created a memory right then and there where I said, okay, I'm remembering my mom's death because I just made up right then and there that this character's mom died and he grew up with a dad who didn't show him much affection. And, um, and so I just, I suddenly just, just created a memory of this character's mother Hold, of the, of me, the character, holding her hand as she's fading away in a hospital bed from who knows what, and saying um, something like, I don't remember exactly, but it was something like, something really heart-wrenching. To me, this is the trigger memory, where I imagine, I, every time I imagined her say something like, uh, she would say, in, she would say right before she passes, like, um, or, or no, 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 no. It was what I said to her right before she passes. What my character said, which was, um, was like, I'm like, I'm going to miss you, mom. Like, if that doesn't make your heart, like, sink into your chest when you say those words seriously to yourself, I'm going to miss you, mom. I don't think I'll see you again. Like, that, that, that's fucking, like, that's fucking intense shit, you know? So that's really what I use. And, and so every, I found every time I would think those words in my head, I would, I would sit there, and I'm sitting there with, like, the knife and, like, my wrist out and stuff in the scene, and I would, like, look up at the ceiling and, like, and think, like, I'm coming to be with you, Mom. Something fucking sad like that. Like, something so sad that puts you into tears. But it's not a memory from my own life. That's a memory that I made up. A separate story. Somebody else. This character's life. But putting myself in their shoes, in their costume. And so you're thinking about that and like it's that trigger memory that one memory that you can just think of over and over and over for this character that just puts you there in tears and it's not really the words because what happens what happens a lot for me when I'm what I used to do not I don't really do it anymore um now uh but what I but what I feel like a lot of people do when they're trying to cry is they're listening to their own words coming out of their mouth. And they're listening to the words the character is saying while they cry. Because, um, you know, that makes sense. The words that they're saying are making them cry and putting them into tears. But it actually, I think it's completely the opposite. I think it's not the opposite, but completely what's what they're thinking that's making them cry. It's not necessarily the words. Maybe it is the words. Sometimes, like, there could be a scene with some words that are like that, that are just really fucking sad. Like, um, like, fuck. The scene in, um, in, um, the, I remember this, like, okay, 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 okay. 
um, Lord of the Rings, when Sam is in um in um in um, 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 um uh, Return of the King, when when Frodo is about to fall into the lava and Sam catches him, and Sam starts saying like, "Don't you let go, Mister Frodo." That fucking gets me. <laughs> like, that's the kind of scene where, like, the lines can put you into the sad place. Because it's like they're saying something that is so, like, emotional. But sometimes the character's crying and saying words that aren't necessarily that sad. That that don't put you there. That don't put your your emotions into that space of sadness. So what you might have to do is is say the lines and and say them as the character would but be thinking of something that those lines remind you of that puts you in that sadness because a lot of times what happens for me at least i don't know if everybody else does this because i am not a psychic but what would happen was i would just be focusing on the lines and trying to find the emotion in the lines and like trying to get the tears out from the lines and say the lines in a way that's like really sad and it's like I, you know what i mean like you're trying to say those lines to make you cry you're holding on to the lines for the tears and that's not that doesn't really work <laughs> um it just doesn't sometimes unless like the, sometimes the lines will make you cry but but most of the time what i've found is the lines are not um, they don't, the lines don't really make you cry, uh, but it's the memory you're thinking of that makes you cry, that's attached to those lines, um, but yeah, so, that's what I, that's what I said to her, um, I hope she listens to this, because this might be a little more helpful, because I didn't get to talk that much, because we were in the middle of class, and, um, and stuff like that, but, uh, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a good conversation, and, uh, like I said, um, you don't have to cry every time. Uh, if, if there's a scene where you think you have to cry, always try it without crying, but with the same amount of like emotion. You know, give that a shot. You know, I'm, because a lot of times crying when you think you have to cry, sometimes you don't because uh, sometimes it looks cheesy and stupid. You know. Acting is just a breeding ground for sociopaths. I'll tell you right now. All right. Um. Uh. Next. Uh. Uh. Topic I want to talk about is uh, a film, a movie. Cue the music. Cue the music for this uh, film. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna... Can you turn that down? Can you? Hey. Shut it off. We're done. Thank you. Sorry, the uh, live band that I have playing behind me, uh, they're a little slow, but uh, I'll whip them into shape. Oh, God. I, need just, I just need to get a bigger, a bigger budget for this podcast. I mean, it's, it's big. It's a huge budget for this podcast, but it's not big enough, you know? Oh, geez, what are you going to do? Anyways, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Enemy, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I have to do this every fucking time. Mm, gotta look up the director. I can't say a movie without mentioning the director. What is this? This isn't, uh... uh oh, what's Jeffrey Wright doing? Jeffrey Wright is such a genuinely nice-looking man. 
Um, okay. Enemy was super confusing, and I watched a video uh, by uh, Mark. Uh, what's his name? Bruck Bruckman? What the fuck's his name? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Mark. Oh, God damn it. What's the name of this man? Chris. Chris, not Mark. Chris Stuckman. He uh, is a movie reviewer on YouTube, um, and I really like his reviews. He's a very chill dude. He's very laid back in his reviews. He's not like one of those reviewers that like when they hate it. He can get, I mean, any if you hate a movie enough, you can get passionate about that hatred. But uh, he, he never really gets unfairly hateful with his, uh, with his, um, with his rants or his critiques. Um, so this movie, Enemy, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and director Dennis uh, Villanueva. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. V uh, Villan... Vill uh, wow. V-I-L-L-E-N-E-U-V-E. Villeneuve? Villeneuve? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, Dennis <laughs> directed this movie. Um, and Jake Gyllenhaal is the star, as I said three times now. And it is a very good, very thought-provoking movie. Holy shit. I don't want to talk about spoilers, but I also do. God damn it. God damn it. I do want to talk about spoilers, but I, I'm not, mm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Um, ugh, I want to talk about it so bad. Okay, it, okay, I'm just gonna pref, I'm just gonna talk about the story. I'm not gonna talk about the spoilers. Um, oh, it's so good. Okay, so it is about a man, obviously, because every movie is about a man. <laughs> Except for some, there's some women in movies. I've seen them. I ever seen a woman in a movie? It's pretty interesting. There was one starring a woman that came out recently. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And uh, it was a Wonder Woman. I thought they cast Jake Gyllenhaal in that. Anyways, uh, can you imagine? Jake Gyllenhaal is Wonder Woman. I want you to picture that right now. Really close your eyes. I don't care if you're driving. Close your eyes. Picture Jake Gyllenhaal in the Wonder Woman uniform all right probably be a better movie than the wonder woman i saw <laughs> i don't mean that in a sexist way i just mean the movie was bad and any other any other change to that movie would have made it better um any <laughs> no i did like wonder woman kind of i liked it a little bit i liked it it was fun it was fun it was a fun movie it didn't make me think that much <laughs> it made me just kind of sit there and be like, oh, look. A woman throwing a bunch of dudes around with a lasso. That's fun. It was fun to watch that, but other than that, you know. Let's go. We're not talking about Wonder Woman right now. We are talking about Enemy. And so it's about a history teacher at a university uh, who 
gets a movie recommended to him by a colleague who's just randomly it's a really funny scene where this colleague is just like do you like have you seen any, uh, what did he say he's like do you, do you watch any do you watch movies and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is like what uh, not really I don't really like movies and um and then the guy's like he's like ah, like he's just like I I went to a festival recently I like movies or something like that and the guy's just awkwardly sitting there and Jake Gyllenhaal's like he's like was there a reason you asked me why if I liked movies and he's like no not really and he's just like you didn't have like a recommendation or anything and he's like no <laughs> and he's like well I like fun movies and the guy's like well there's this movie called uh what what are you if there's a will there's a way is some movie and uh, and so Jake Gyllenhaal goes home and he rents the movie and he watches it and uh, and um, he notices in the background that there is a a character in the movie, an actor that looks exactly like him, and so he's like, "What the fuck?" And so he goes uh, to his computer and find. Well, he goes to the credits. He finds out the actor's name. And then he goes on basically IMDb and looks him up, and he's like, holy shit, it's me. And then he uh, goes to – and, and then, and then he, go, he becomes kind of obsessed with it um, and, and tries to find this guy that looks exactly like him, and it's super fucking creepy and weird. Uh, the trailer made the movie look like his doppelganger is like – is stalking him and trying to kill him um, but that's not really what happened at all or no it, it made it look like it was like an identity theft thing but it, it, it um that's not really no but it, it is so strange to watch this movie um there's some weird imagery in it that seems random but um, like I said, I watched this um, review and explanation of the movie because the movie, when it ended, it, I had a lot of questions. It was a bit like Gone Girl. No, not really like Gone Girl. A little bit because it, was, it ended with a lot of questions that were unanswered. Um, but I watched, uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the description if anybody wants to watch it, it wouldn't be hard for you to find on YouTube. It's he's a very popular YouTuber, and it's a very highly viewed video. Um, so if you do watch Enemy and you want to find out and you want a good explanation of what the hell's going on in the movie, I would recommend Enemy Explained movie review with spoilers, and it's by Mark Stuckman. And he uh, talks about basically what all of it means, and it is not like up to interpretation it's not like one of those kind of things where it's up to interpretation of how you interpret it it's there's very much like right and wrong answers to the questions um it's just because a lot of people think thought that like oh um the uh the the uh the doppelganger is his twin and they just have been separated and there's a lot apparently a lot of uh bs explanations to the movie um so 
but this is, I think, a really good explanation, and it makes a lot of sense. It's so fucking weird. Just, it it delves into what it would be like to, to meet somebody that looks completely identical to you. And it's not like, oh, you look like this character, and you look like this actor, you look so similar to him or her. It's like, no, these people are like, they're like the same. They're like the same dude. And it's like, it's super weird to watch. Um, But it goes so much more deep than that. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to it that I can't talk about. I can't. I won't. I refuse. You just have to go watch the movie. It is... It's so good. Um, If you like really creepy shit that makes you, like, very confused, (laughs) then go watch this because it's good. Uh, Yeah. uh, I would recommend it. It's great. It's great. Uh, It's a great movie. Um, What else was I going to say about it? I had something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. The last... Mm, I don't know if I should say that. I will tell you right now. It's not a spoiler. It's certainly not. But this but this movie has the scariest ending to a movie I've ever seen. I'll leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. It's the scariest I shat myself. I almost shit my pants when the ending of this movie happened. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Go watch it. It's a great movie. Uh, it's one. It's a. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's very cerebral. I love cerebral movies. Um, so that's a. That's your homework. Go watch Enemy. Um, oh boy. Oh boy, what a day. What a day. What a day, huh? Um, before we, uh, before we, we, um, uh, depart. Once, before we part ways, I, uh, want to read something I found on, um, a website called parrotforums.com in doing this I realize I'm taking a page out of the book of dynamic banter because uh, I'm kind of taking their concept they uh, they did uh, uh, it's a podcast that I'm a big fan of with um, Steve Zaragoza and Mike Falzone uh, two of my favorite funny boys um, they had the, they used to do this on their podcast they haven't in a long time kind of wish they would again but they would do this thing called, um, it was called, uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was a forum for people who owned chickens. And it was hilarious. And so I found a forum for people who owned parrots. And um, one thing that uh, they t- they talk about in that podcast quite often, actually, which I find strange, <laughs> that, uh, that it is, if... It, they came to the conclusion, and I agree, because I think the more you think about this, the more you will agree, 
that you should not own a bird unless it's like a pigeon that that can come that can fly around and come back home you know um but like parrots and uh and like other birds like that you should not own them <laughs> what are birds known for huh what are birds known for not not running around not um not digging well sometimes robins do mm, they're known for flying they're known for flying around uh, and what happens when you, uh, own a bird that's not a pigeon, um, a homing pigeon, you clip their wings, you, you cut, you cut off the part of them that makes them a true bird. <laughs> you, <laughs> it's like getting captured by a giant being and then they just break your legs <laughs> uh yeah that's um <laughs> so uh i found a forum for uh people that own parrots and there's one that's really funny um oh shit am i even gonna be able to find it so basically they're a bunch of threads of uh um that people can talk about um with certain queries and questions about parrots um like uh let's see this one just says my story i don't know about that did my cockatiel have a seizure i don't know about that uh might have to f click on that one that's pretty funny uh moody baby con conure don't know what that means the um rescuing penny oh no did your bird try to escape and you you rescued it is that what you did you rescued the bird <laughs> you rescued it yes you rescued that bird meanwhile the bird's like fuck i almost i almost fucking got away that one's got a lot of uh a lot of views actually this one has the most this one has a uh what what is what does this number represent? Views, yeah. This one the Ricky Bird scrapbook. It's got 128 almost 130,000 views. That's more than any others except this one. Um that's weird. Uh so yeah. Um Yeah, uh there uh Trying to decide which one to click on because uh, I'm sure some of them are pretty great. Um, this one says banned. Now that sounds like somebody that got banned from the site. I'm 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 assuming. Um. What the fuck is this? Is this somebody angry? I totally hijacked this, but wish it had been my idea. This is what you do. Come up with any silly reason to ban the poster before you. Like, Leslie A is banned for posting first. Or, Leslie A is banned because she fed her birds. That's not funny. You can, you're a boring person. 
you're so bored with your life. That's all you can think to do. That wasn't funny. Um, did my cockatiel have a seizure? Let's click on um, rescuing Penny because let's see how this person thinks they rescued their bird. It's got a lot of comments too. Wednesday evening, a neighbor was uh, treating. This is from a Laura Laura C. S E A Laura C. Her and the title is rescuing Penny. Wednesday evening, a neighbor was treating me to dinner for helping him find a basset hound puppy for his retirement. Hold on. What? All right. I'm going <laughs> to... Hold on. I've already got so many questions just from that first fucking... So you helped your, your neighbor find a basset hound puppy for his retirement. Was that the requirement of his retirement? He's got to find a basset hound. And then he's giving you dinner, or he or she is treating you to dinner at their house for your help in helping them find a basset hound puppy for their retirement. Okay, I'm going to keep reading here. He wanted to stop at a little... He wanted to stop at a little mom-and-pop pet store. How could I refuse? <laughs> well, I certainly couldn't. <laughs> pet stores <clears throat> while wandering around i came across a green quaker in a dark corner in a tiny finch cage on a shelf next to an aquarium of rodents jesus christ <laughs> she could she cuddled cuddled what what is that word could it's like the word could with an extra U-L-D. It's probably just, she could barely stand up. Nah, that's what she meant to write. She could barely stand up in the cage and had a filthy yellow hut she hid in. Pictures below will show the hut. Uh, let me see these pictures. I don't see any pictures. You lied to me. There's no pictures. What are you talking about? I don't see any fucking pictures. Where? There's no pictures. All right, back to the story. Um, so this woman, okay, um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, cage in a filthy yellow hut she hid in pictures below uh no they're not when i peeked at her when i peeked at her she was aggressive charging and hissing i could see she was in bed in bad shape with some feather picking uh, uh with some, some feather picking and only sunflower seeds to eat my heart was broken well okay i already have a beautiful blue quaker named Neptune, whom I had purchased from a breeder I had researched and took home fully weaned at seven weeks. A, B, D, and Ababa, is that, and have only had, okay, you need to work on your spelling here. Your spelling, your misspellings are so weird. I'm, I, I, see, there's a lot of lingo on this website that I don't know. So like every time I see a word that's like really weird, I'm like, is that a bird thing? <laughs> Like, is cold old a bird word that means they're, like, pooping in their own mouths? <laughs> okay. She meant to write and. And have uh, fully weaned at seven weeks and have only had for a month and a half. <clears throat> as well as my cinnamon teal green cheek, Conur, Conur, who is seven years old, I'm assuming. And two cheerful parakeets. This person has too many birds. Two parakeets and two, and a, a two parakeets, a conyor and a what else was it? Uh, uh, a Quaker. So you got four birds in your house that are trapped in cages. 
This the, this person doesn't have enough control over their own life. They need to control other birds, keep them from doing what birds do. Um, 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 uh, two cheerful parakeets. Did I have room in my heart for one more? S. Does that mean yes? S. Quaker, who was so neglected with, uh, with behavior issues. Wait, what the fuck are you trying to say? Could I have room for one more? This, I think they meant to say this Quaker, who was so neglected with behavioral issues. I went on to dinner, and that night I couldn't sleep. Jesus Christ. I was so concerned about that little green Quaker. So the next day, my mom gave me some money. Oh, it's a child. <laughs> Maybe it's not a child, and they just live. This woman is 37 years old. <laughs> I was so concerned about that little green Quaker. So the next day, my mommy gave me some money, and I headed off to the pet store as soon as they opened and politely inquired about the little green Quaker in the back. I was told she belongs to a guy who cleans the store, and they should ask if he was looking to part with her. I met the man who was obviously down on his luck with possible substance abuse problems. Oh, shut up, you assuming britch. You witch. <laughs> Fucking presumptuous. He said she was a friend's bird who had health issues, and he was helping her out, and they were, when they, and they, they were, they were, abd, they were willing to rehome her. Okay? He said he was uh, seven. And a female. Every time this person writes the word and, it's spelled A-B-D. It's very obnoxious. This is the third time I've come across it. He asked for more money than I had. I negotiated down, but still couldn't afford her. So I left and went home and added and 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 added my neighbor to and asked my neighbor to lend me the money to get her. So yesterday afternoon, I went back and got her. This person is such a is so uh, proactive. You go in negotiating prices for a bird that belongs to somebody who's in the hospital, or I'm assuming, and then you go to your neighbor to get a loan. You didn't go to your mom first. Oh, because the mom gave them the money. This is really funny. I'm actually very invested in this. I don't think you should have that many birds, but I'm very invested in this story at this point. I don't know if you are too, but uh, yippee! Oh, wow, they wrote that in there. It says, I went back and got her. Yippee! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now what? <laughs> now what am I in for, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so relatable. So wholesome. He took her out of the cage. Uh, abd. I'm going to start pronouncing it like that every time I see that word. He took her out of the cage. Abd. She tore into him. Oh, Jesus. It's a fucking scary bird. I brought out this filthy... Uh, I was willing to take a bite, so I put up my hand. Put up my hand. She leaped into me and ran up my arm and buried herself in my hair and snuggled right up to me. Wow! They brought out this filthy cage covered in feces with spoiled water in the dish and two wood uh, uh, perches and no toys, and said this was her original cage. I could have it to take her home in. She is now a, uh, in a bigger cage with toys, fresh food, and water, and a sunny window to look out. I renamed her Penny. Abd, she is an amazing, loving, sweet, most charming parrot I've ever met. I can get her in and out of the cage with no bites. She ate broccoli, 
fruit and and nipples on pellets. I think you meant to write nibbles. Your your bees are upside down, ma'am. This is our first full day together. Okay, that was uh that was very sweet, very wonderful. Let's see the responses here. This is a this response is a bloomer fifty two. Fantastic! You are the angel for sure. <laughs> She is rewarding you for saving her. Dot, 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 dot. Whew. I would not be as brave. Good for you. <laughs> okay, so this is a situation where, like, it's probably a good thing they got that bird out of that situation, you know? Shouldn't have been bought to begin with, but... Oh, my God, this guy, Wrench13. He was in another uh, post I saw earlier when I was looking this looking this thing up he's very active on this website he dresses like a pirate if you could see this man maybe i'll post a picture of him on twitter but uh th this is funny because this guy uh he's wearing clearly like a pirate outfit with a with a bandana on his head and a and a parrot on his shoulder and he said his name his parrot's name is um salty like a salty dog it's cringy man this man is insane uh he says well you rescued this one for sure. Those conditions are abysmal. Maybe even shitting the, uh, shutting the store down abysmal. Good luck with Penny. Well, the bird wasn't in the wasn't being sold, dude. So you didn't pay attention to the goddamn story, you fucker. Um, and then he always he always advertises his page about his parrot. See all of Salty's parrot trick videos on our uh, uh, Captain Nice Guy channel. Should I click on it? Nah. Well, that was fun. That was dumb. That was really dumb. I kind of wish I didn't do that. I feel I feel depressed. <laughs> <gasps> like, uh, you shouldn't buy a bird unless you're gonna let it fly. But, you know, if you're going to rescue a bird from somebody who's treating them like shit, go ahead, you know. I don't know. Or you could just eat it for dinner, you know. I don't know, you, well, whatever works for you, you know. You know what I mean? What is all this? Okay, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, look, listen to me right now. Listen to me. I hope, uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you, uh, free a lot of birds. I hope you, uh, kill, uh, as many stray cats as you can. Uh, I and if you have an audition, if you're an actor, um, I wish you the best and uh, go out there and perform it like it's a like it's a piece of art, not even like it's an audition, because most likely you won't get the part. <laughs> um, seriously though, I hope you have a great day and uh, uh, drink some coffee and live your life and enjoy yourself and go watch Enemy. Please do go watch Enemy. Have a great day, and uh, just uh, go uh, eat, eat, go, go buy yourself a big old sack of. <laughs>